Thanks to our Patreon supporters, Jaflin M, Matt J, Nathan E, Paul and Sandy J, and Big Time Jim. Today's episode was actually suggested by one of our Patreon supporters, Paul and Sandy J. Go to patreon.com slash remember to give us a monthly donation to help support the podcast and suggest movies for us to do on the show. Thanks. This is a Patreon-sponsored episode by Sandy and Paul J. Two movies they wanted us to do were Batteries Not Included and Cocoon. And you haven't seen either of those. Right, I, I want to see both of them. And I haven't... But I, I swear I've, I've seen Cocoon, but didn't see Cocoon. That's how I feel about Cocoon. So this is a weird what we remember. We're, we're talking about a movie that none of us remember. <laughs> <laughs> Play the song! Were there two or three bad guys in Home Alone? And who was that forgetful fish in Finding Me? Hold on. I haven't seen it at all. <laughs> yeah. My name is Bradley Jones. Okay, I'm Angel now. <laughs> I am Andy Hubert. And this is not what we remember about Cocoon. Nope. No, it is not. This is what we think Cocoon is about. <laughs> Roll that song. Were there two or three bad guys in the song played twice on <laughs> Do it. <laughs> just for good measure. No, no, don't. no, no, no We commission don't a whole new theme song just for this episode. I have some knowledge of Cocoon. Okay. Directed Please. by Ronald I mean, I gotta Howard. imagine. Ronald oh, yeah. Howard? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. I, feel, I feel like Steven Spielberg produced it. That sounds right. Makes sense. It, it 1985. I think this came four. out. This is a big name movie. Yes. I mean, hit, yeah. I I have not heard of Batteries Not Included it. until like two, three Batteries years ago. Batteries Not Included is a little yeah. bit different. But, yeah. but Cocoon, everyone. Andy, has who's heard in of this that. movie? <laughs> Ron Howard. Oh, I don't think so. No, okay. maybe Clint Howard. Clint is like, yeah, <laughs> he's got to be right. That one. Steve Gutenberg is in this film. The Goots is back. Oh, I love that. We're seeing another Goot. This is great. <laughs> the Goots out there, guys. We're gonna we're gonna do we're gonna do the like a Goot We Heart Hardness style back. podcast, but for Goot. I think <laughs> the Goot is Donna back is now. in this film. Okay. Okay. From Homeward Bound, we saw and um, Trade yeah. Places. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah. And Jack Lemon. No. <laughs> <laughs> Lemon? Is Jack Lemon in this? I, I'm laughing at the idea of Jack Lemon being this, and I'm also laughing at how skeptical Andy is about what, Jack Lemon what, being what, in this. Well, well, well. Was, was, he, was, he in, uh, was he in Grumpy Old Men? Yeah. Okay. Which is a great movie. Yeah, it's like, there should be a Gary Oldman movie called Grumpy Old Men. There really should. <laughs> there's also Grumpier Old Men. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Yeah. I feel like there's My grandpa be... loves both of those movies. <laughs> Some ladies in here. Daryl Hannah? Oh, she was in the good, 80s. I'd buy it, yeah. Who's the other one that I get confused with Daryl Hannah? Uh, you know the one. Jennifer Beale. The other blonde one like her. Melanie Griffin. Yes, that's the one. You named oh, really? It. Yeah, that's oh, the wow. One. <laughs> that's the one. <laughs> okay. I get them confused in my brain. Yeah. They're both married to Antonio Banderas, right? At the same time? Well, oh. <laughs> So what do you think Cocoon's about? Because I I have some good knowledge what I, I what think, happens. In okay, it? so there's cocoons. So what that does that means mean? That, what does that mean? That, well, I think it means that there's a creature that's going through a photosynthesis. So it's going into a cocoon state, like a butterfly. And, then, they... and then when it hatches, it comes out and causes havoc. Somehow, oh. so it's, it's a horror film. <laughs> isn't this a horror movie? No. In my head, I picture this movie like 
like, I thought this was like an alien I movie. Like, this is a feel good. This is a feel good. Feel good. This is a feel good movie. It's a feel good comedy. You are breaking. Oh my gosh. You are breaking my my. What? I've never seen this movie. Apparently, I thought I had. I thought this was like a sphere style movie. They find this cocoon and they go into the cocoon and then like something happens in there. I thought that's what this yeah, was. Yeah, I thought there was like. like a there's like a ship or a spaceship on there the cover. I think there is an alien life form. Yeah. Yeah, and it comes and then it like lays its cocoons and then it just destroys <laughs> the city. Nothing gets destroyed. What? Mm-mm. No, Brad. Are you talking about cocoon <laughs> that I have not seen and you have parts on the uh, well, Comedy a, Central? There's a cocoon, cocoon two. Maybe it happens in cocoon. This two. is a comedy. It's really? a funny film. What's funny about it? What is funny Are, about this, Brad? Here's funny about the bunch of old farts in a retirement <laughs> center. Are acting super old, right? Oh my! Gosh. And then the cocoons land in their swimming pool. Okay. And through how big are these cocoons? They're like um. Size like body bags. Oh, they're, they're pretty, they're pretty big. Okay, this is definitely I, big I, cocoons. This is not the movie I was thinking and, it was. And one of them goes swimming with the cocoons, either on accident or well, it has okay, to be by okay. chance. Describe these cocoons. This is just Something turning into like the, the shape gremlins? of water. They're like giant butterfly cocoons. Yeah, the size of body bags. Okay, and they're like a little bit translucent. You can see like glowing lights and stuff. Wait, are you just describing them. a cocoon, or are you describing a creature? <laughs> It's, it's <laughs> what, both, what? I guess, I'm describing right? the cocoon in this film. I'm confused yeah. until I see this movie. <laughs> so, like, person-sized cocoons uh-huh. yeah, yeah, fall yeah, down. Yeah, They're yeah, glowing. Yeah, 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 yeah. When you say... Yeah, okay, okay, keep going. Yeah. They're inside that swimming pool. <laughs> and then, when if you go swimming with the cocoon, you start to get revitalized. That's the rule? You start to feel young again. What? I think it's like de-aging everybody oh, man. that comes in contact with them. This has got to be Spielberg, because that's... In, yeah. in the Twilight Zone, the movie, his part is sounds like this. He he does uh, his bit is kick the can, which is about like a bunch of people at a retirement home that want oh, man. to be younger. Yeah, that's very You're right. This, this is, is like the cocoon. same thing. Oh, I hadn't even thought about like that. You're exactly thing. right. And then Steve Gutenberg goes there. One of them is his dad. Maybe Walter Matthau's there for all I know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, because they're always a pair, Jack <laughs> Lemon and Walter Matthau. <laughs> Somebody's somebody's grandson. And he, like, notices, like, hey, Dad, you're actually doing pretty good. Like, his blood pressure's coming back. His heart's doing well. He's, like, blowing all the tests out of the water. And he's oh just doing gosh. really well. And they, like, they kind of have the secret. They found the fountain of youth, essentially. Yeah. And they're okay. just trying to keep it under wraps. So it's wraps. just a cocoon in water? It's and then, not is doing there, anything? Is there more than one cocoon. of them? There's multiple. Mul- yeah. Are they all yeah. in pools? Are, they, are we just waiting for them to hatch? Yeah. Okay. Essentially. Okay. The movie ends with them hatching. And, and this it's is like a comedy. Space butterflies that fly up into space. Okay. Oh, so what uh, the? This I definitely no. <laughs> what the hell kind of movie is this? I was this? with the of this one. I thought this was like a thriller, like. So what's your version of cocoon? I, I was Let's again. It. I was basically thinking a sphere, but with a cocoon instead of a sphere, where it's like a giant cocoon they find, and they're like, we have to figure out what the heck. Where does your movie take place? It's like I'm. I was picturing it taking place. It's like in like. The New Mexico desert, and like they unearth this cocoon, <laughs> and then they like, like the, uh, they assemble a team, and they're like, we have to go inside this cocoon and figure out what the heck is going on. And then they get in there, and then it turns into like Event Horizon style shit, where like oh. things are being weird in there, and then like that sounds cool. I, wanna, I don't know about this. Like, it sounds like annihilation. People, it, it, yeah, um, it's yeah. it sounds like if if cocoon met annihilation is my version of cocoon. What's your version of cocoon, Andy Moldenhauer? 
I told you it was. Where does it take place? Okay, it takes place in 1980, <laughs> and it takes place in Maine. Okay, in Maine? it's okay. got to take place in Maine. What's Steve Gutenberg doing up there in Maine? He's like, I'm a cop. He's the small town sure. cop. He's, he's, the, he's the same yeah. cop from the Big Green. This the, is before from he moved the police to, academy. Before he yeah. moved through, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's Constantly always playing be cops. No, um, I don't. He's. They're all like, why are all these cocoons here? Who laid these cocoons? I feel like you're picturing like a you're picturing like a Stephen King style cocoon. Yeah, yeah. 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 I'm thinking like Gremlins. Okay. Because huh. that's why I, I thought yeah, it was yeah. like... Okay. You think monsters come out of the cocoons? Yeah. I, I that's definitely... What I, that's what I've always assumed. <laughs> I like, definitely always. assumed the same thing. Like, no. cocoon was if like a monster a cocoon, in a cocoon. It's like, oh my god, what the hell is that thing that's going to be that yeah. hatches from it? Like, fucking Mothra comes out. But I guess they're talking about a butterfly, so it's like... I don't know, people like butterflies. Yeah, I think they it's just like, like fly the up into space. Do a beautiful butterfly. They like landed on Earth to what are they, what go, are they go through their metamorphosis, and then they just leave us. I don't oh. know. But why it doesn't did they even say by that? Why did they the do movie that, ends though? with just like a weird like aurora borealis of like them leaving out in the skies all space pretty butterflies. and the space butterflies just leaving all, all the old people are upset because that was like their key to feeling young again. So they have to learn like. So do they have to keep getting in the all. pool to get to stay young? That's a good question. I think it may be just a one-time thing. There's going to be a montage oh, man. of old men doing cannonballs. Yes. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. and uh, what's the one the can opener, that one. Yeah. That dive. Yeah. All sorts of the good ones. Belly flopping, maybe. I might Jack see knife. a belly flop. Jack So, like, how young can you get? Can you, like, keep jumping in this pool or stay in it too long and become, like, a baby? I don't know if they explore that too much. Mm. No. What are they exploring in this movie? It would suck if you were, like, someone that drove all the way there to get into yeah. this pool and then the space butterfly leaves and you're like, oh, shit, I was, Wait. like, a two hours yeah, too like, late. Someone, like, grabs onto it and it just, like, lifts them into space. I'm also wondering how they keep it under wraps. <laughs> I don't know how they like keep people like away from the pool or if that's like. So a, is this yeah, the first time conflict. that these aliens landed the cocoons? I feel like it is. Because why would they just do that just one time? Yeah, uh, it's just a freak occurrence. And I would say if you okay. saw a person-sized cocoon in a pool, would you jump? Why in would it? you swim like in it? it was I would not swim in that, that they, pool. I feel like they didn't realize it was in the like, pool. Like oh, someone so like some old in. person falls in, yeah, and yeah. They're suddenly they're like, hey, check me out. I'm hot again. My right. hip's no longer broken. <laughs> Check out these washboards. <laughs> there's got to be a villain. The cocoon. Is there? A, okay. There's like an evil corporation looking to oh, monetize. The Stranger Things. It's got to be like yeah, the city. That's what I'm saying. Or the town. Or no, it's got to be. It's gotta, the EPA is trying to come. It's it's Ghostbusters all over again. The EPA wants to shut it down. FDA because it's the like this is we didn't test this cocoon drug water. Yeah. For de-aging. we got to send this to Area 51. Right. Someone saw the cocoons fall from space and they're going to investigate, but yeah. the, all the old people don't want them in to take their cocoons. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. Or there could just be none of that. You a little bit like... You ET. prime my cocoon from my cocoon. I feel like it's just hands. people like learning life lessons with each other and just talking about... Talking about their lives, lives and who they and, were. Yeah. That could, be, people, that could be fun. Old people feeling young again. I kind of, I kind of like my version better though. Yeah, I like yours too. With the, it sounds like independent. I think, I think, uh, I like, <laughs> I do like, I like Andy Stephen King version though. Kind of like cocoon, like is like the I, mist, I mean, but with cocoons. I feel like no one has ever talked to me about this movie. They're just always like, "Have you seen Cocoon?" And I'm like, "No," and they're like, "That's it." See, I always feel, I feel <laughs> like, so I like I've never, I've always had just like my own. Like just made up version of yeah. Like I think I feel like I've seen TV promos for it on Sci Fi Channel or something Mm -hmm. when I was younger, and that I always assumed it was like. Where did I don't even think I've seen a trailer. Why did this movie just disappear? Yeah, it was a big movie. Yeah, weird. I I don't know. It just it's an alien movie. It didn't. 
didn't hold up. I don't know. People I guess we'll have to people were like space movies. butterflies. There's uh-uh. a second one. There's a cocoon too. I think the goots comes back. Well, of course. I mean, what else is it gonna do? Beast Academy Three. Do you think this is like a yeah. bee movie or is it? There's no bees in it. They're butterflies. <laughs> uh, well, they'll start with B. Yeah. <laughs> but you, you, you guys think it is a Spielberg movie? He's producing it. Yeah. It sounds I, like I, a, I a Spielberg produced. Him and Ronnie. Well, so maybe, maybe that's why Lucas it did well because it's a Ronnie Howard film. You think it could be a Spielberg Lucas production I think that together because be they've done they did a bunch of those in the eighties. Maybe that's why it did well initially. Yeah, enough be. for like a sequel, but like it, it wasn't really that. Did they just like pass movie? the movies that were kind of like not good to them, but they still wanted to see to Ron Howard? Was that how that worked? I think so. Like Willow and Cocoon and Apollo thirteen and well, they were looking with, at him with like Willow. Mm-hmm. I mean, George Lucas has always talked about how he's not a director, and so he but he's like a creative yeah. person. He doesn't like himself Cocoon. Yeah, or Lucas definitely thinks of himself as like an editor. First writer, second director. So that's probably why he gave Willow over. So, yeah. But then they just want Ron Howard. They just thought he was great. Well, Ron Howard started... When did he start directing? He probably directed episodes of Happy Days. I feel like that's something that would have came natural. Yeah. They just let people on TV shows have been on long enough direct episodes. I think he started directing in the early 80s before... Like, he did a couple movies before this. I'm trying to think of what his first film I think there's one called, like, Car Salesman or something like that. Used Cars? Used Cars. I think he directed that, which came out... That was a bad film. Yeah, but it, like, came out a couple years before that. Hmm. I might be making that up. We're making a lot of stuff up with this episode. Yeah, everything. Was he involved with Wait till you get to graffiti? our City Slickers episode. It'll oh, be, it'll boy. Be the, it'll oh be the same God. thing. It'll be the same thing. But does it take place in now time? <laughs> How present s- day. This doesn't yeah. make sense. You're taking a big risk making an 80s movie that's <laughs> present day. Impressive. <laughs> They're cowboys? How slick but are like, they? What, are we talking about like the frontier times? So let's, uh, let's end this episode, this first yeah. part, short, because I'm okay. sure the second part's going to be long. Any bold claims to make before we're out of here? Uh, that there, that the city burns. Now I'm going with that. I'm going, <laughs> oh, I'm going, I'm going with, I'm going with the, those the cocoons hatching. everything? Yeah, cocoon, I, cocoon think yeah, yeah, I like... think you're misremembering it, mm. and I think those cocoons hatch, and they destroy like, everything. Cocoon 2 takes a hard turn into like horror sci-fi, like oh, trying boy. to escape the, the, the deadly space butterflies that are raining death. I'm going to say maybe there's like a Close Encounters kind of ending where like one of them goes off goes with, with them, them or like mm. transforms into a butterfly himself. Or... Yeah. Does someone die in this movie? Hmm. I'm, maybe one of the cocoons is like badly with one injured. Of these cocoons? Oh. And they have to like take care of it or something. Like, oh, this one's leaking. I don't know. Oh, <laughs> that sounds gross. Oh. <laughs> it's like, uh-oh. Or, oh, this like, one's leaking. Or well, one don't touch it. Maybe they have... One gets captured by that organization. They have to go rescue Government, it. Government, yeah. Maybe, they got, maybe a whole bunch of old people got to break into the, the security place and rescue <laughs> it. I'm going to watch that know. movie. I'll watch that. Yeah. Uh, no. <laughs> it's yeah, like if E.T. had all grown-ups in it. Yeah. <laughs> it's like all, like, yeah. Grandpa. Like, if Grandpa had found <laughs> E.T. instead of that little kid. Grandpa squad. <laughs> you know what? It's one for I them. would love to watch a bunch of old grandpas peddling their bikes as fast as possible and then zooming <laughs> no, over some trees. Rascal yeah. Oh, the rascal yeah. scooters. Yeah. Rascal scooter flies <laughs> over the moon. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I forgot oh, to charge my it. my battery's dead. <laughs> <laughs> we, both, we both went there. Yeah. It was the only way to go. Join us in part two. We're going to watch Cocoon, and we're going to see what uh, this movie's about. (laughs) What happened at all.
Fun times. Yeah. Different little take on this pod, pod of my cast. I'm excited. It's I'm excited not to the see first this. time for me. It'll be good. <laughs> there have been other movies that I have not seen <laughs> that we've talked about. <laughs> You stink. Come on, man. It's a great unknown out there. Here. Here's half your money. Half? What do you want with this half? Bonner, you got my goddamn money now. Got it right here. I got it right here. I'll be with you in a second, okay? Because if you ain't got it now, you're not tying up here. Look, I don't want to get rough with you, you know? But I'm not taking half. Fine. Give it. What are you doing? Get your hands off. Just get your ass off my boat, man. Just get your ass off my boat. You believe this? And uh, take your embarrassing beach towel with you. That brings a beach towel. You believe these tourists? Guy throws up on the deck. He doesn't catch one fish. Gives me half my money. I need a brute. You want something cold or an orange drink? Untie the boat line. No, wait a minute. Don't untie the boat line. Here you go, you bloodsucker. I have nothing to live on. Nothing. Zip. Oh, Kurt, come on. You're not actually going to take all my money, are you? You leave me with five bucks, aren't you, Kirk? Welcome back to the Inconsiderate Old Man Podcast. We watched Cocoon for maybe the first time all the way through, at <laughs> this least. This was 100% the first time I'd seen this movie. Yeah. I'd say there's 100 per- there, Yeah, there's one fact that's true that uh, was said in the first episode. Just Brad. one, Brad though. knows this movie. Brad has seen this movie. <laughs> yes. I've, I've You've seen, definitely seen I've parts seen it. of it a little one bit. One third of us have seen this movie. There's oh, bits right. and blanks in my head, but I got close to some of the you things did. that you I were, claimed you were, to have happened. The things Pretty you close. said were more accurate than what I said. Yeah. But yours were more fun. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, that scene where, like, the, the aliens come down, and then they the voice take over the city. <laughs> like, Man, that was a cool scene that didn't happen. <laughs> no. But it would have happened in my version. A big old spaceship showed up, though. It wasn't even, in, like, it wasn't even, there, there wasn't mystery. Like, we, we, me and, at least me and Andy were thinking, I, th- I think you There's did, too. Like they were sure. Like, they're straight up right in the beginning, like, nope, they're aliens. All right, they're on Earth now. They're renting a house, because that's what aliens do. Be- no, you didn't know nope, it until Steve Gutenberg and... played Peeping Tom yeah, to that yeah, lady. Yeah, Peeping Tom guy. I thought, didn't you know, get this? So. I thought it was something in the titles. Like, I mean, no, it starts no. with, like, the planet in space. Like, it shows... Yeah, but all it shows is the light beaming into the water, and yeah. the dolphins are all like, da, 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 da. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. Dolphins are really I guess to me, the, to me, I was like, the, okay, aliens the, very clearly. But then the other guys are humans, and they come pick up the cocoons. Mm-hmm. But we don't know that they're. Uh, I, okay, we they're I don't like, know. Steve Gutenberg I mean, maybe. Is the big, has the big reveal. I guess. Right. You can assume things, but you're not con- your suspicions are not confirmed ah. until, until that moment. Until okay. he plays Porky's to that until, alien. Yeah. <laughs> right, and it takes off its skin. <laughs> oh, jeez. And then it's just uh, mm-hmm. a white shell of a thing. I was wondering, so there are there's two occasions where aliens are being spied on take off their people suits and they're then not, discover they're yeah. being spied on. Yeah. I was like mm-hmm. they need to like they need to be better at checking. Yeah. They're they extremely have, they bad. This needs to be like if you're on another planet, you, you give it a double check before you start taking off your people suit. If y'all going to drop y'all drawers, <laughs> look over your shoulder, left, and then right. 
<laughs> they didn't seem to care that like humans knew about that. No, they were pretty. They were pretty, they were pretty like, that. no, we'll do whatever. No, who cares if people find out? Really? Yeah, they don't. It doesn't These matter. aliens were very nice. They, they were. They weren't there to do anything mm-hmm. harmful at we all. Ryan Dennehy is the head alien. I know. I've never seen a young Ryan Dennehy. <laughs> Ryan <laughs> Dennehy. Dennehy. Rambo. You never saw Rambo. I have not he plays seen Rambo. The cop that stops Rambo oh, at the beginning of Rambo. But like, that. I immediately was like, I know that guy because he plays every supporting role in every oh, like, yeah. organized crime Character movie ever. Actor. Yeah, like crazy that guy. Yeah, usually he's really angry in all of his roles. This was totally different. He mm-hmm. was extremely he was a nice, nice. He was a nice mm-hmm. man. He was a nice alien. Mm-hmm. Andy, who who was in this film? We finally oh, figured um, out who was in it. Did Jack Lemmon ever show up? No, he did not. <laughs> He could have been one of those guys, probably. Uh, Don Amici's in this. Uh huh. I got that one. That yeah. was it. We have yeah. Brim- Brimley. Brimley. Mm-hmm. Wilford Brimley. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Um. Can you say? His, can you pronounce his name? Hume Cringe. Hume Cronin. <laughs> Hume Cringe. Hume Cronin. Hume Hume Cringe. Like, like Hume Cronin and Jessica Tandy. I want candy. Jessica Tandy was in this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> She's driving yep. Miss Daisy, and then three other older ladies that I couldn't. Pick out of a lineup. Mm-hmm. Yeah, were probably famous. one of their names sounded familiar. The one that was married to Wilford Brimley, but I now I don't remember what it is. Then mm-hmm. hmm. Go- Steve Gutenberg was in this. Gutenberg. Yeah. How'd you like his performance? We have to rate. I will say, in terms of uh, ranging from the big green <laughs> to three men and a baby. To have we done another police academy, which no, we, no, haven't no. we haven't done. We haven't talked about that yet. Yeah. Where, where does he rank in those two? Let's let's make the 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 goot I chart. felt like uh, I felt like he was doing like a good like young Tom Hanks at parts. He's definitely above the but big, here's the, the thing. big green goot. Oh, for sure above yeah, the big green. Sure. Is he above the three men and a baby goot? Yeah, I think so. You think so? I'm yeah, not sure. It's it's clear cut for me. That's close. Come on. He, he was still Three so baby, clearly drunk cartoons and changed a diaper. He was so clearly <laughs> still really being good. So like do. it still felt like half the time he was just making up his lines for this movie. Yes, I will say there is a ton of improv in this movie, and mm-hmm. it is bad. It's yeah. it's rough. Well, it's like, it's like we don't have anything. Just improv like a couple lines, and, and then I we'll start the like scene. His scenes are especially were like the aliens were sticking to the script, and then he's not. And the the juxtaposition <laughs> of how clearly. He is just doing his thing mm-hmm. is like it's jarring between those two performances. Yeah. I, I'm distinguishing between the lines that were written yes. and the lines that he was just making <laughs> he up. Was just going. Yeah. The lines that were written, um, for the most part, he was doing a really good yes, job. But I would agree. Some of the dialogue was even bad, too. Yeah. I'd say. No, this is a movie where it, it's There's such like a so strange, many weird elements that don't work. It's such a strange premise for a movie. It's written I, I don't want to say good. I think good's a bit strong. But it was a weirdly endearing movie. I, yeah. I, yeah, there's some I enjoyed the here. movie. There's some yeah. positive, and I didn't think I would. And I don't know. Yeah. I actually do. I do. I did like a lot of the themes that were happening in this movie. You mm-hmm. don't see a lot of movies with no. senior citizens. No, yes, you don't. And it, yeah, in retirement communities talking, yeah. kind of yeah. dealing with yeah. that kind of you know the day to day life. Yeah. And, and seeing their friends go, like yeah. they, preparing for death, mm-hmm. like this is like the end stage of life. It comes with aliens that just are nonviolent. It's not like an action yeah, film. That's yeah. true. Kind of just talking to them, like getting the gist of what's going on with these aliens. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and um, the, both both the motivations were really good. Like uh, yeah. the aliens wanted to get their twenty people back and bring them back to their planet. At the same time, like all of these people are worried, like about their one friend that has cancer, mm-hmm. and this water is helping rejuvenate all of them and yeah. make them not have all these like major health problems anymore. They feel young again. Yeah. They, bo- I, they both want they both want 
what they end up getting in the end of the movie. I was impressed, like, when the old people are feeling young again and stuff, and they're, like, just straight up doing jumping jacks and stuff. I was like, what was it like to film this for them? Wilford Brimley was yeah. going to town. Dude. Yeah, he did, like, a, a belly flop or <laughs> a couple times. I was like, that doesn't look good. doing aerobics. Yeah. They were banging nonstop. Oh, my gosh. And <laughs> let's, talk about, let's talk about all the old Wait, people's well, sex. Hold on. Or just put a pain I, in it, I, I still want to talk about that first pool scene, yes. because I feel like... <laughs> Okay, just to explain. Yes, please set it up for us. These people have been going to this pool a couple times at an abandoned like mansion or something. It's for sale or for rent. Do you guys hear how much it costs? Like seventy five hundred dollars to rent that place. Jesus, I can't afford that. Yeah, wonder they snuck in. And so yeah, no one was renting it, so they kept using the pool. Mm -hmm. But then one day, the I don't the rich people that came to use Steve Guten's gutenberg's boat yep. to get the yeah. cocoons from the ocean put these cocoons in the pool and they decided to jump in the pool anyway but they almost immediately started feeling rejuvenated yes <laughs> specifically it was like immediate mm-hmm. it was like they all got boners the first time they jumped in <laughs> and they I really, were not shy about really, talking about no it. i really appreciate that though the one guy's just like i gotta I got a boner. And the rest of them's like, you too? Like, they're all like, oh, nice. <laughs> High five, bro. When you're like seven years old, that's probably like a big deal. I really though, like, you know? I really liked how the one guy was kind of embarrassed about it, but then they were all like, yeah, me too. And they're like, oh, he's like, oh, thank God it's not just me. <laughs> and yeah. then they went and they bombed their way the through the, yeah, through the place. Yeah. And those ladies didn't get the rejuvenation. They just had to do with their own old lady <laughs> endurance. They were getting at that rejuvenated point. in other ways. <laughs> Let that sink in. <laughs> I don't want to. That's what they were doing, though. They were like, they were flaunting that. They were like, Wilford Brimley walked into the shower. You didn't even see the girl in the shower. Yeah, she no, was just like, was oh, honey. <laughs> What's that? I got something to show you. <laughs> With that sick mustache. <laughs> Check out my diabetes foot. <laughs> Yeah. So and then I and then got the other... beat his dick. Sure. <laughs> I'm ready to go. Oh, and man. I like that. <clears throat> for some reason, in the retirement community, the the after the other guy got the boner, he wanted to have sex with his wife. They're sleeping in separate twin beds, like yeah. it's 1950s Q, television. Hugh Cronin and well, Jessica I mean... Tandy are a couple. Or yeah, they're, yeah, they're like yeah, they're, not, yeah, they're, they're married. Do they seem married to you? Uh, yeah, they're yeah. married. I don't feel no, like... No, they said that they were together for like 30 years. Okay. Well, something like that. Okay. I didn't get that vibe, but if they said it in the I mean, movie, yeah, I there's some, argue. I, I understand what you're saying. Because she divorces him like really fast <laughs> or leaves him super fast for no good reason. Based on him not wanting to get into the car? Yeah, that's a whole different... That's a whole... El- we'll talk about that. <laughs> there's a lot of movies to talk about here. We'll talk about that. Because I, I tried to rewind it because I was like, I think I missed something. Did they have a different fight before? To- nope. To preempt this fight? There's so much cocoon here to, to yeah. lay out. Yeah, there's some cocooning happening yeah. in there. Cocoon, cocoon, cocoon cast can go a long time. Yeah. Well, um, Brimley has a grandson. Did you guys recognize him? Uh, it took me the entire movie to place him. I knew him from him. several films. Like Greg D- Smith Daryl? <laughs> I know him from Daryl. He's in Neverending Story, yeah, Never Ending which Story. we did on this podcast. It took me yeah. the entire movie. The whole taller. time I was killing myself because I'm like, he looks <laughs> so familiar. What movie? Yeah, that's interesting dynamic too of like the the age gap there. Mm-hmm. Plays into the rest of the film. Yeah, 
But I, yeah. I, 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 that was another part of that. That's like know, a Sterling's story. Sterling's a lot. And I enjoyed kind of seeing yeah. his relationship. And at the end of the film, when they're talking about leaving with the aliens, yeah. how torn he is about like, oh, should I go? But I, I don't want to miss out on my grandson's life. Well, there's that so, fishing know. scene at the end that yeah. kind of like finally raises the stakes into the third act. Which I thought of, was yeah. a nice scene. People, mm-hmm. ca- yeah. Yeah. There's like cars going behind him. They just like filmed on a, a windy, loud day of yeah. Silver <laughs> Brimley and yeah. his grand grandkid just fishing in a pond yeah you know classic yeah. style when wolfram wasn't wearing waders though he was just wearing like straight up pants and that oh water. yeah he was the kid yeah. had shorts on I'm they were like true. just get in the water we're gonna shoot this yeah <laughs> just get in the water friendly's like but i only brought pants he didn't tell me to bring anything <laughs> they don't have a it's wardrobe like he department prepared to go into that water it's like maybe they had the scene where they weren't on the water and like the director's like, hey, Wilford, it'd really be better if we got in that water. <laughs> like, oh, God uh, damn it. Oh, <laughs> fine, I'll get in the water. Bro. You want me to get in the water, I'll get in the goddamn water. I'll get the three takes in that goddamn water in that food. I'm a professional, <laughs> damn it. Can we talk a little bit about Wilford Brimley's acting? Because I feel sure. like he got kind of the starring role in this movie. Well, his mustache was for sure the starring role for that's, me. That's <laughs> true. Oh, my God. That is a true statement. I will not say that his acting is bad, but it's almost too real at times. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Like to the point where I'm like, is he acting or? He feels like, like a granddad. He does. He feels like a he disgruntled like man who felt very authentic. Yeah. yeah. He feels he feel like bouncing off of like Don Amici, who like feels like he's acting a little bit, but doing like a really good, fun job mm-hmm. with it. Like yes. Wilford Brimley is just like so stone faced yeah. and it, yeah. it almost doesn't work. I hadn't thought about it that much, but you're right. I think it, it works like something kind of off. Because he has the three um, like scenes that are the big dialogue scenes is the when he meets with. Brian Dennehy at the, the pool house to explain their situation. Mm-hmm. And then he meets back to apologize. Yeah. And then, then there's the pond scene. Yeah, those scenes were great. Though, yeah. They were all really good, yeah. But, like, it's it, at times it wasn't, like, consistent or maybe it didn't work for all mm. the scenes. Like, I it felt too every real every actor time. in this movie. <laughs> Don Amici was a favorite of mine. Did I didn't he, realize how much I liked him. He, he was really, danced. really good. He What's that? He danced in the film. <laughs> I mean, can we put that in quotes? Yeah. He's like the, he's he, like the player. He did it, I'm sure. He's like the student, I'm sure that Steve was him doing of it. the old men. Yeah. You know? Yeah, he was a player. Yeah. He was all about breaking into that house and just giving no Fs. Yeah, he yeah. gave zero Fs. Mm-mm. He's a great that. actor, too. It's good to see, like, the other side of him, because I only saw, like, the Trading Places thing, which mm-hmm. was, like, and, and the him only as a dog movie in that I saw. With... Oh, well, right. Yeah. Right, um, but like the only like movie I saw of him in like real yeah. life was Trading Places, and he's an evil character in there. So it's good he's to get like, be the in other some Twilight side. Zones. I feel like he's like one of those maybe guys. as a young young guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. And and speaking of Twilight Zone, Hume Cronin isn't he in a bunch? Well, I was gonna say this movie is kind of like a long setup or a long version of To Serve Man. Ooh. It sets all that. I love these. It's... I love what Andy gets to tie these back to a Twilight Zone. It's. It, I genuinely enjoy it when you get yeah. to tie back Different to a Twilight twist Zone. Different twist ending though, or it, not even a twist ending. Yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't use the twist, but more natural. What's the twist everybody, in that episode? So everybody remembers to serve man as like the last moment of what happens in that episode, which is like they learn it's a cookbook. Oh and then, right, I know. But, what, but what happens in the beginning of the the episode is that these aliens come to Earth and they they provide all of this technology and information to help humans on earth to Mm -hmm. grow and be better. And in return, they work so hard to convince them that they're so good to get them to go onto the ship to be able to be eaten later. Yes. And that's like, I felt like a lot of that was there. Yeah. It could have gone that that. way, but that's like a different movie. Right. It is. 
they used they used those elements. Mm-hmm. I'm writing down to take notes for when we do a highlight reel. Oh put, yeah, I want to put together all the Andy Moldenhauer Twilight Zone references. <laughs> Good <laughs> luck finding those. <laughs> I bet you could. You, I bet we could pull the list of movies and you'd sure, be like, "Oh, I that's like, like that Twilight Zone episode." Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> they yeah. live as like that Twilight Zone episode. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Beethoven was like that Twilight Zone episode. Hugh <laughs> <laughs> Cronin and Jessica Tandy are married in real life. Yeah, that you read that piece of trivia I did. too. I, I, I clicked the, the sentence structure trivia was button. weird. In that, but yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, I guess they're actually married. Mm-hmm. Cool. So, um, can we jump to that scene where they get a quick divorce, but not really? Can we start back at the beginning of the film? <laughs> we should probably re- overview the film in general because we, you know, okay, yeah, we, we didn't really we nail over. It. Why are the aliens there? Okay, the aliens are there because a thousand or whatever, ten thousand years, ten thousand years ago. There was something that happened uh, that uh, some intergalactic had, thing. I don't know. They had like a colony there. They did, and it was like Atlantis or something yeah, like that. Yeah, and then it, Atlantis. 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 Yeah, they were living on Earth, I guess. Yeah, they were just yeah. t- chilling on Earth, and then they sank. But there was something that was going on, which I, I it's kind of yeah. lost on me now. There was a disaster that happened, and <clears throat> yeah. twenty of them had to stay behind. Yes, right. and they put themselves in cocoons. Right, because they can't die. Isn't there a movie called Cocoon? Unless they get the, the the power sucked out of them, evidently. But yeah, like they're they're immortal beings, right? right. Other than they're, I guess they're vulnerable when they're in the cocoon stage. Mm-hmm. Sure, they so need for, the life force for ten thousand years. The survivors of the I'm going to call them the cocoonies. This sure, okay. Just to make I things like easier. It. Yeah, and it's kind, great. And kind of it's like Goonies. I thought of that today. Cocoonies. That I finally remembered. So the, <laughs> so the cocoonies have to. Wait ten thousand years to recharge their bodies. Essentially, it times up, and then their home people come from the cocoon planet. Oh, this okay. Cocoonia this makes sense now <laughs> to come rescue them, pull them out of the water, <clears throat> hmm. and I don't know if they were just gonna take the cocoons back on the ship, yeah. or they were gonna pop them out of those cocoons. Right. I think that, that part's a little unclear. I think they were gonna take the resolved. cocoons on the ship because I think they still needed to. Yeah. I don't know, morph or whatever they were doing in, inside there. Inside the movie, we don't really get a good idea of like where the cocoons are. We know they're in like in the sea area. Yeah. Because they hire Steve Gutenberg, who gets shafted out of a, a deal. Yeah. That's how he gets introduced. He needs the money, and the cocoonies are just loaded. They're going to rent his boat for like 20 days. It's Why don't like they just buy a boat? Grace. Not important. Get Gutenberg in the film. That's yeah. what I say. Yes. <laughs> well, they were probably trading cash, which had no value to them. So they were, this is like the easiest It probably doesn't matter. They're like, hey, maybe we, this way we can help they out seem somebody. Like, they seem they know how to fix boat. a boat and drive a boat. They don't seem like they need a captain is all the point No, that's true. Gutenberg that seems true. Like extraneous. That is true. Either way, they keep going down, bringing up these rocks that they claim in these like weird um, like space astronaut space blankets? bags. Yeah. Space bags? Yeah, Which, they're like sleeping bags. They are they are almost. like big space blankets and the old people think that they're giant bundles of drugs, which is exactly what they look like. Yeah. Sure. Um I think that's what Gut what does Gutenberg think they are? They, they, what do they tell him? They, he, like, they tell well, him they they're giant that they shells. Can't tell him for oh, a while. Yes, it was seashells. Seashells. Giant, s- giant shells. Or yeah. snails? Giant like snails. They're snail shells. They're shells. Sh- okay. They make up a flimsy lie yes. that he buys. And he's fine with it, yeah. Yeah, because mm-hmm. he wants he wants to bone. Yeah, he's not even that in it. He's just he was just asking that question to divert attention from the fact that he was all up on that her with his eyes. And I guess yeah. they gotta keep those in water. 
because they bring them out of water and they put them in the pool. That's yeah. probably the main reason they rented that pool house. It was close right. so they could just put it right in there. And I might just be like making this up, but we're like the cocoons like feeding off each other in that pool. Like you're they're making all that like up. sharing the life force. Because like there's life force in assumed. the water, which is what the guys are getting out of the water. Yeah, so, so that's co- what I was assuming. The cocoons emit some sort of like natural okay. rejuvenation. Okay. Because inside of the cocoons, they are themselves rejuvenating back into their cocoon. Right. The, the full cocoon. I, I might be making that up, but that's just what I was. But the head alien guy also was like putting energy Frank in Denny. the pool. Because he reaches in with his arm and it glows, and then all the cocoons in the pool start glowing. Yeah, so maybe he can like give off. Yeah, so he like kind of kickstarted it maybe. Okay. And well, but they were all, already getting rejuvenation from mm-hmm. that before. No, he that's did true. That. Yeah, you're right. I don't know. So as the old that's men like have been sneaking into this pool house. They take a dip in the pool. There's only like a few in there. Yeah. They get real strong. They kind of just go in there and examine the... They think they're just rocks. Yep. Which, you know, fair assessment. Yeah, you know, yeah. What they're else? just swimming around and they're like, whatever. Mm-hmm. We'll just swim with some rocks. <laughs> I mean, if it makes you feel that good, if it gives you boners... <laughs> I'm going to get swim, your rocks off. Yeah, I mean, you go swim in that pool. <laughs> hey, yeah. Yeah, I'd love to have a boner again. <laughs> How many years has it been since your last boner, Andy? Seven. <laughs> Be honest. <laughs> Dad. Oh, you poor man. But what one hell of a boner it was. The last one was yeah. a good one. It was yeah. a doozy. Yeah. Uh-huh. It was the cocoon They boner. still talk about it. <laughs> They've stories about it. Yeah. Bards and minstrels have been singing it in the streets about that one time you got that massive cocoony boner. <laughs> Just like Steve Gutenberg when he's all up on that lady. Yeah, get, you can get into the porky scene now. Yeah, Cause, okay, cause well, we didn't, we didn't explain that there's four guys that are the cocoonies. Yeah, or, well, two of them okay. don't matter. I say guys as in just like a general thing, but one of them is a girl, and Steve or Gutenberg is, is like way, well, sure. It could just be girl clothing. I think that she, is true. Steve That's Gutenberg could have slept true. with who knows what. Yeah. And so... Gender doesn't they, Yeah, they probably don't even have gender. Before yeah. he knows all this, he's, he's like, already, like, up front, like, wanting to date her, like, ask her on a date. They have some flirtation. And she's yeah. a babe. She's, yeah. like, rubbing his nose. He's looking good. Mm-hmm. He's spending his time doing push-ups off screen. Dude, he, he, he was looking good. He has good. never not been ripped, guys. <laughs> <laughs> we talked about that. We did talk about He has about never that. not been ripped. <laughs> We've talked about that in every, every yeah, good film. I mean, <laughs> come on. Yeah. Because he always gets shirtless at some point in every film. Everything. Yeah. Everything ever. He's in... Shirtless. Oh man, he definitely got shirtless in that pool. When he oh, totally yeah. oh, very had much. that orgasm. He had, a, he had, a, he had mind sex. <laughs> yeah. So he he ends up convincing. Uh... We'll talk about the reveal of the cocoon. Oh sure. Because I think sure. that was like some of That's the right worst that. makeup. Oh boy. I have ever seen. Like I can see the lines on like around the eyes, and you could see like where the suit and the neck met. <laughs> and I'm like, this this is what they came wait, up wh- with. Wait, um... when she takes her skin clothing off for the first time, Steve Gutenberg is peeping at her through that hole in the boat. So you're you're saying that like her white shell of a person was it was bad. awful. It was so bad. <laughs> yeah, it looks eighties. It means eighties bad. Yeah, I could see the seams. Literally see the seams in the costume. Yeah. <laughs> Well, in the very opening shot of the movie, you can see this little boy looking at a telescope, and he's it's clearly a green screen sky mm-hmm. right behind him. You can see all the lines in that, too. They did not do a great job of of uh, sewing these scenes. The spaceship this, was sweet. They spent movie. their money there, I think. Yeah, yeah, that yeah that's true. Nice. Um, so anyway, he tries to flirt with this girl. Yeah. Well, 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 tell me about the, uh, the reaction Steve Gutenberg has to seeing this alien creature for the first time. Yeah. And, and what what happens after that? <laughs> um, I did oh enjoy gosh. this. Uh, what did happen? So he 
he he's down like fixing something in the in the ship, uh-huh. and there's a just a hole into uh-huh. her cabin. He's, and he, she's got he's got a glory hole in his ship. He's he got does. a glory hole in there, and he yeah. peeks into it, and he's like, "It's glorious." <laughs> and uh, <laughs> she gets up real close and funky at the hole. He falls backwards, blinding light. Yeah, so she rips that skin off. Mm-hmm. She's white. Yeah, she, and then Goodwin yes, sees the whole. She immediately thing sees him. Yeah, like immediately. Every time, every time, like they it's get, like they don't care. because they illuminate they the room more. They need to like have a flashlight do a once over because every time they take their skin right. off, they light up the room, right. and that's when you can see whoever was peeping right, in the shadows. Because their skin is just light, basically. Yeah. And, and so, yeah. yeah, it illuminates like this hole, and you, she could see his eye like right there. He's like staring, and then so. He freaks out. He does freak he out. He falls backwards. Over the um, engine, yeah. and and basically like what what, uh, what were you trying to get at? I I'm He like pops up with the blowtorch. <laughs> like when oh, he like on the hatch. Right. Like <laughs> and then he's doing the fast talk where he's like trying to convince himself that this is like yeah, he's both like normal and crazy and then jumps Some off of the boat. Some of his lines are great. There's though. about yeah. 3 pages of Steve Gutenberg <laughs> and then just dialogue. Yes. Run on sentences. Him like going around the boat, falling over. Yep. Trying to just reason with himself. Yeah. Eventually he like. The aliens are just like standing around watching him do this. They don't care. No. He's like undoing ropes and then he's like trying to start the engine. Like nothing's working. I'm like, are they are they messing with this boat too right now? Then he just jumps off. He's like when then he's then he's telling himself he's like, I'm in the middle of the ocean. There is no land. I cannot swim to shore. Yeah. (laughs) All of his all of what you're seeing. He's he's describing. He's just, for yeah, he's just actually <laughs> saying whatever his character's thinking. If right. the, I, I believe that there was narration on the page. Gutenberg was like, "Can we make that dialogue?" <laughs> <laughs> you can clearly tell there are times when characters are improvising, and I'm like, mm. oh, "I know it says no, I fall in the water." Good. Let me continuously say I fell in the water. I was water. like, this was the one time when him improving all this stuff. I think felt acceptable because mm-hmm. he is supposed to this be in like one, this, this crazy state. Like this makes moments. sense. It was sure. just all the other times where he's like bumbling over words while he's talking to the lady alien. Like, and it's supposed to be that he's like so taken with her or something, but I'm like, it's just goots being goots right here, and it, it yeah. feels weird. They immediately rescue him. They throw him a life preserver, yep. and he, oh, yeah. he gets up. And... They're they're cool about. It. They're like, yeah, it happens but he every like time. Just someone she's sees us. weird for a little while, but then it's they Brian uh, Brian. Dennehy. Denny. Denny. Mm-hmm. Denny. You got the first name wrong the, the first time. Now you got the second yeah, name Ryan wrong. Yeah, Ryan Denny. Ryan Denny. <laughs> Ryan Denny's. Founder of the Denny's franchise. Yeah, they, they acknowledge that they're all these aliens. Yeah. And I think they they use, like, common sense to lay mm-hmm. out their argument. Yeah, we can just get another boat, and yeah. people are going to ignore yeah, you. Yeah, he's like, like we just want to use your boat. We're not doing anything like, We're going to pay you. Is, we want to pay deal. you. Yeah. He's like, He's, yeah, he's being enough. really nice to him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He, well, go, and what, he goes along with the aliens. Yeah. What planet are they from? Cocoonia. I don't know. What no, it's called. it's uh, like starts with an A. a I thought it starts with an a. With an a. We all had that, but Althunia or something. Yeah. Kind of like that. I'll play the dialogue scene. Brian Denny like says it right here. Yeah, and I, I like when Stephen Gu- Steve Gutenberg was like, "Oh yeah, that was that's exactly where I would have guessed." <laughs> yeah. Like some of his lines were really funny. They were good. Yeah, there were some good parts. Like I said, that whole scene made sense for his acting. So we get back to the old people. Mm-hmm. They get busted on on uh, breaking into that house, right? Yeah, yeah. And um, they they get shooed away. They get busted. And they can't go back no more. They get they get busted by peeping again because yeah. they were well, swimming right, in the, the pool. And this is this is literally the second time where the aliens get caught being mm-hmm. aliens. Yes, because mm-hmm. they they were in the pool. The aliens came back early. 
And so they weren't prepared. So they were like, they didn't have time to escape the pool. So they hid in like a closet. Yeah, they did like a little rascals thing or something they like did. that. Like, I'm going to hide in the closet. <laughs> Three of them hide in the closet. And then the alien gets in the pool house and is like, ah, oh, this glass pool house is the perfect place for me to shed my human suit. Yeah. Let there be light. Oh, there's other people yeah, here. Yeah, then the light shines and they're like, oh, people pe- always be peeping around here. Yeah. They just run away. They don't really get to talk to anybody. Mm-hmm. And this is a, you may not hear this, but Wilford Brimley drops an f-bomb he's like <laughs> he's like open the fucking door it was the only f-bomb yeah, in the whole movie <laughs> and it was just a throwaway line i bet the audio <laughs> it's probably didn't even hear it yeah like, and there's like a in. lot going on but they left it there you yeah can, you can make it out if you're paying attention that's pretty good so they can't go back no more and um right. hugh cronin has some sort of degenerative disease he has cancer cancer mm-hmm. yeah and he uh it's coming back it was gone for when they were in the pool. Yeah, my was first thought great. was like, how, so like, do you have to get in this pool every single day? Like, cause his cancer was completely gone. And then a couple scenes later, it's you like already, co- already coming back. Yeah, yeah, it's not a permanent thing. Yeah. I think it was just, it wasn't, I don't know if it was fully gone. They said it was, he was getting better. Maybe they said fully gone, mm. but. No, he said a, like a complete remission okay. was what the doctor <laughs> said. Wow. Okay. Well, which is like, it's gone. <laughs> right? Apparently it's not. I don't yeah. know how alien medical technology works. See, so yeah, who knows? That's true. So they, they, Wilford Brimley mans up and goes to Brian Dennehy and is like, hey, Doc, my buddy's hurt. We got to use your pool. And again, common <laughs> sense. Like they both, they both use common sense. I was like, Wilford Brimley's using common sense on this guy who just used common sense. This makes sense. It's my favorite just let him shot, use the pool. shot in the film. It's just a wide shot of like a, some weird study room. Wilford Brimley walks in, and Brian Denny, he's like all the way across at the end of it. They don't cut at all. Yeah. There's like a two-minute dialogue scene of them just talking across a room at each other. Oh, yeah. I didn't. I guess I didn't pay attention. <laughs> it was like a wonder of like him like pleading to him about needing to use the pool. Yeah, and they come to an agreement. He's like, yeah. all right, you can swim in the pool. Just, you know, don't mess things yeah, up don't and tell don't tell nobody. anyone. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And what's the first Those thing the they stakes. freaking do? <laughs> they, they invite people. the wives, they, right? Yeah, they tell yeah. the ladies. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. they need their boning partners to be up to snuff. It's true. They're like, if I'm getting all these boners, you guys got to be prepared. But there so was one guy that, that they brought to the pool on the day they got caught. Yeah. I forgot that guy's name. Woody Allen. Bumbly McGlasses. <laughs> he's basically Woody yes. Allen. <laughs> <laughs> and he like was opposed to the idea of this pool. Yeah, he oh, didn't yeah. Get the it. entire time. He didn't mm-hmm. understand. He thought he didn't. He didn't get into when they brought him over either. He was the one that too. That was like the fuzz is coming when yeah. the aliens He's are coming the back. Wet early. Blanket. Of he the is the wet blanket. Yeah. Yeah. He was like, it's not. I'm not uh, breaking and entering. You're pushing me over this. <laughs> That's a weird He's like, scene. We're, you're pushing me over the wall. He's constantly <laughs> trying to worry about the rules. He's like, it's not fair to use this pool. We're and just his, old now. He had a tragic story. Yeah, and his wife true. wants to go in the pool, but he's like, no, we're not doing that. He keeps that. telling her no. We're not going in that pool. Because yeah. his wife has some... She was, some doing, she was doing real bad, yeah. Yeah. Which I couldn't really tell exactly, because like, one scene he was feeding her, and she looked like she could probably feed herself. So I, I got a little confused. Not sure what the timeline of the film is. Yeah. That's true. Probably some months pass. Yeah. From the start to the end when they're collecting stuff. Yeah, I guess so. If well, I guess they, it's like 20, 20 some cocoons, days, right? Because so. they yeah. said they needed the boat in the house oh, for yeah, 27 that's a, days. 27 days oh, is exactly yeah. what. Okay. 27 days later. Oh. Is that the name of that film? 28 days later. Oh, I suppose it was one day off. <laughs> you were one day off. <laughs> one day off. One. And um, let's just keep talking about the film because we're almost through it. Yeah. yeah. Um. Mm. Where are we right now? So the, the old people start just partying it up now that they're all feeling well, good. Well, Hume Cronin. It's true. You want to, this is the scene you want to talk about. Yeah. 
Um, well, they go to a discotheque. Yes. And they're the oldest people in there. Mm-hmm. Which, like, my first thought was, like, if you were out at the club with your friends mm-hmm. and you out saw a couple of, like, 70-year-old people walk in and start busting it on the dance they floor. They were cutting that floor up, dude. G- generic be, like, movie dance song is playing in yes, the background. It, <laughs> <laughs> like, it was, like, repetitive lyrics that just, like, would not stop. Mm-hmm. I don't remember what yeah. it was, but it was like, this isn't a song I recognize. <laughs> what did they get this song from? Yeah, I, I couldn't tell. Don Amici cuts a rug and impresses everybody in the joint. Yeah. Yeah. And he Does starts breaking it. Yeah. Electric boogaloo. Oh, yeah. Right. Breaking. Yeah. And so they keep going out on the town. There's like a, they like win like a bowling league yeah. thing, yep. I guess. They're like doing these it's aerobic superpowers. They're doing like calisthenic classes at the retirement home and like, every, like they're doing amazing. And like the one lady who wasn't in the pool, like was just like passing out on the floor. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. It was sad. It was sad. I was like, what? I didn't expect oh. her to die because I. No, I thought no. she was just going to be She's like, like yeah. sorry, I dropped the bomb. The wet blanket's wife dies. Yes. Yeah. Woody Allen's wife. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We'll get to that in a second. But. Let's go back to Je- uh, what Jessica Tandy. Yeah, they all want to leave because Wilford Brimley's like, I made a deal with Brian Denny here. We got to keep it low profile. Yeah, right. Because Conan's like, I feel too good. Yeah. I ain't going home. I got the power. <laughs> I ain't going home. <laughs> I'm going out. Mm-mm. I, I want, want the world, world to know. <laughs> I'm going out tonight. I got that cocoon power. <laughs> He's like, he's like doing push-ups. He's like running in place. He just walks down. Like they end up leaving in a, a sweet car, which Andy Hubert knows what it is. I actually, so I Lincoln I don't It's some sweet '60s car. Because oh, there's also a, there's a lot of like little side. Everyone has a side story and like a character change. Sure. Wilford Brimley is that he can't see. And he can't drive the car. Oh right. yeah, his own his car his that he eyes loves. Are good enough, yeah. Right, because the, the very first then... scene he goes to the DMV yeah. and they're like, "What's the first line?" He's like, "X," and they're like, "No, it's an F." Mm-hmm. Right, and he's you like, "Can't drive." He's like, "Do you have other glasses?" He's like, "These are the same glasses I've had for eighty years, these and the these best... are my the best glasses that have ever been made." Cloud share you. I feel like you got to get your prescription. Yeah, he could have just gone to the the ophthalmologist and gotten a new prescription. Probably been fine. He just was like, he didn't want. Yeah, they can put your lenses in the old frames. Walter, but I, I loved when he came back later after like getting into that pool a bunch of times, and he was just like FDMCH or whatever. And... Like, Which line are you reading? The bottom. The bottom. <laughs> <laughs> now we ain't got time. We mm. gotta go drive. Yeah, and he gets to drive a sweet car again. That's yeah, his one big thing that he wants. Yeah, Don Amici is kind of a wallflower, but he like wants that girl. He wants to go out with that girl real bad. There's this yes. yeah. kind of with the Blanche of the group, like the, the, sure. more, the more, yeah. the sluttier, older retirement <laughs> sure. lady. Sure. And like Donnie Meech is like, I want to get some of that. Because he's the sluttier version of all the guys. Well, oh yeah. Well, and he gets like, re- I think he's a little conservative, but the second he gets Whoa, that boner, it's really? like, Time's up. The, Here we go. That's, a, that's the tale, that's that's the tale of forever. Phrase, it's like you're all like conservative and pure, and then you get that boner, and you're just like, give me everybody. <laughs> I don't know. He was all a, he was all into. Well, I guess he was on the fence about the pool at first. He was a grump. He was a little grump. He was a bit of a I grump. Guess, yeah, I guess you might Can be I right. Say, I, yeah. They were all kind of grumps at times, but I really mm-hmm. enjoyed the Wolf very... Brimley yeah, when, when, when Brimley's grandson visits for the very first time, and all the old dudes are chatting with the kid at the pool, and they are just all being the sweetest grandpas. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I loved it. It was such an endearing little scene of and like you all need to them. be a grandpa. I, they were great. I'd love to be a grandpa. They were like Navy could use more men like you because the kid already has a swimsuit on. I was like, what a what a hilarious little grandpa thing to say. Mm-hmm. Like these, yeah. these are all just great dudes. With Grandpas the kid. are on ten. This movie. Oh yeah. yeah. 
grandparents are great. Yeah. So Hume Cronin he, doesn't want to go. He doesn't want to leave. Jessica Tanny's all pissy. She's yeah. a piss fit. Oh, and yeah. I was a little... Out of nowhere. Yeah, I don't. I didn't understand why the, that. Yeah. The dyna- The tone shifted so fast. Like, it was like a <laughs> left went turn real quick. <laughs> She's not. They're like Wilbur Brimley was like, we can't go out and go bowling and all this shit because all these people back at the home are in their walkers and they're freaking out that like we're able to do all this stuff and we're it's gonna all be revealed and then they're like get in the car <laughs> and everyone else is like yeah. Okay, let's do that. And he's like, oh, come on. Let's keep going out. Let's have fun. And then they just stop talking. Like, they just stare at him like, let's get in the car. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no. He just goes down like a block to like a, like a laundromat. And there's just like a cute girl in the window. And he just like takes her out. There was the girl that spilled the milkshake on him. Oh, right, in the diner. Yeah. Oh. There was a it was like a montage, like a I, whole It went right past me. Yeah, it's in a quick montage. Didn't even He's see at it. a restaurant and the waitress spilled the Jessica Tandy milk. have and, eyes then? Did and he just like, ch- he laughs. He's like, "Oh, oh it's so oh, funny." Oh, maybe. I I guess I didn't notice that. Oh, that yeah. makes so much sense. I didn't notice that either. Maybe that's the scene where But then you don't really they, she never yeah, Jessica Tandy never they sees never talk them about together. It. Yeah. No. It just immediately cuts to He's like got his arm around her and then he's coming home. Yeah. And then Jessica Tanny's staying with Donna She's like, Donna putting lady. a note on the door, like, oh, yeah, like yeah. I'm leaving, we're done, or whatever it says. Right. Yeah. She's ready to toss 30 years of marriage out the window. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For, for the one night just walk for... in the park with this diner lady. Yeah. I didn't understand that. I must have missed something. There must have been something there else there. must have been there. a scene cut. Or some, <clears throat> that, some that could of that be. storyline must yeah, have just been, like, Yeah, something missing. Too... I feel the like there was running long. They gotta cut <laughs> something. Yeah, I could Two hour long film. There's so many characters this was that a all long have storylines, and there's other characters below them that also have storylines, yeah, and then there's B storylines below them. Yep. Yeah, I felt like the kids' storyline was such a B storyline that they only put it at the very beginning and the very end. Like, he was mm-hmm. really not in the rest of the movie. It added some stakes at the end of the film. Yes. It did. Because he didn't want to see Grandpa go away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was like a little. It was like. You have all the dynamics of, like, the ages. Except yeah. there's not really like Steve Gutenberg is like the middle aged counterpart, I guess, but yeah. he's still pretty young. Yeah, I guess mm-hmm. along with the the girl alien too, when she's like in an actual human costume. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we have is this about where we're at the Goots? Uh, he bones down with that where lady. Boning on. Oh, in the pool. They yeah. go to that pool. We, we kind of we we've already been past that uh, part, yeah. but yeah, we need to talk about it though. Okay, Andy wants to talk about this scene. He's Are you talking to the third person? No, I'm talking about you. Since you walked in this door, I've been waiting to talk about this. You see some butt? You see, you see some, some butt? Alien some butt. butt. And yeah. there's like... And like some more what's, stuff where you're that? like, well, hold on. Like, <laughs> is, is this there, legal? Is there an underbutt? <laughs> <laughs> there's, a, there's a shot of, of the girl and I'm like, I was like, there's more than butt happening. Oh, there was definitely more than butt If you're going to get a butt shot, do you want to put it like right front and center? Right. Like you maybe like an off side angle, angle you so you don't see like angle. more than butt? There's some lip slippage. I didn't want to say it. I didn't want to say it, but I was like, I don't know how I feel about that phrase. What else would you call it? No, that definitely happened. It's as if you saw a man's testicles from behind <laughs> yes but it's a lady i've yeah. never seen this in my life in a movie <laughs> yeah i didn't get it but anyway she gets in the pool yes and, takes, takes uh, her skin off yep yeah because he he asked her like how he's do you show to... a how do oh, yeah, they don't show kiss. They don't yeah he's about to yeah. get all up in that and she's like don't touch me yeah he's like don't touch and me. he respects that he's like okay i won't touch you so what do we do yeah 
Something so, happens. They do a, a oh, cut yeah. to a the light exterior <laughs> of that, and Steve Gutenberg's like making all these weird noises. He was doing like a weird Willy Wonka yeah. thing where he's like like just standing in the pool, and like this crazy projector show is above him oh, of things right. happening. Mm-hmm. Like his brain is exploding. Does she zap around the room, or is that like something it's she like creates? No, she was creating that. Yeah, that okay. was just energy from her, I think. So she just. Yeah, it's like an energy ball that's just like bouncing off the wall. Yeah, she just bing bongs his brain all over the place. Place. from her mind yes think about that that's their their relationship was just on they're like on a completely other plane you know <laughs> man they're just like so out there bro <laughs> <laughs> who's this character <laughs> this cool guy andy cool guy andy What's i don't up, know guys it's what andy talks about when bing bong is on the table yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> let's talk about that thing did mcconaughey come in here yeah, a little bit <laughs> um let's get to the big the so big the, scene. the big problem the, the, the big, old people have what's a the blog. problem of this in this movie what's the big big problem that that occurs okay so the big big problem is that um all of the other people at they're the retirement jealous. they're super jelly mm-hmm. yeah and they Rumor rumor spreads in in these uh, places oh, yeah. really fast. The, the walls are thin because because yeah. one and of them not coy about gossiping. No, well, and some yeah. one of them had like told the story about yeah. the aliens like that. That was a common knowledge, but they all right. thought he was just being a crazy old person. Mm-hmm. And there's a, there is one guy at the home. It's like I got you got to give me that pool. To, I'm like yeah. I got to get in that pool. Yes, and which I like, thought no, I, I thought that pool. guy was great. Yeah, I he was really scene. good. But he kind of like leads the the mutiny. Like, you know what I'm talking about. It's like it's like the villagers going after Frankenstein. The scene. Yeah, a little mm-hmm. bit. Everyone in the retirement home just like clamors out the window and door. Oh, but but right before that, Clint Hugh, Howard. Hugh, <laughs> yeah, Hugh, Hugh Cronin. Hugh Cronin. That's not even how it's spelled. H U M E. No, the last name. C R O N I. He like they like he like that's blows up and just like yells everything that's. Well, he he's about to get into a fight with one of the guys. Oh and then yeah, Clint oh, Howard yeah. and the other guy. <laughs> because Jessica right. Tandy has as um left him at this point. Right. Yeah, so he's, he's upset. Someone, he's mad. Oh, oh, because the Woody Allen guy says like, "Well, your marriage is on is over it's on the rocks." Yeah. Like Woody Allen's just being a dick. Yeah. Like he mm-hmm. and so he's even more of a dick than So normal. Hume gets up and he wants to go fight this guy and then the two orderlies He beats the crap out of those He guys. destroys those orderlies. <laughs> yes. And so he immediately punches these guys lights out and oh, yeah. everybody's like we got to get into that pool. Everyone sees that happen. <laughs> like, how time. do I punch the shit out of orderlies? <laughs> <laughs> and they like straight up like bust out it's that insane. door. It was like, it was like uh, Animal the Walking House. Dead. Yeah, yeah, it was oh kind of that. They were insane. like stumbling over the uh, the gate they to get in. They were running each other over. And they were like tripping and stuff to and get they just, there. And then they have like a kick and rad pool party in there. <laughs> yeah. Like it reminded me of when I was on the cruise on my honeymoon. It was a bunch <laughs> of old people in a pool partying like their college kids that's yeah. what was happening in there yeah. it was insane the pool is like a limit capacity of like 20 i bet yeah, yeah the, the like fire marshal the fire marshal would have been standing there like no this is too many people for this room and what was going on with like a couple of them like just pulled <laughs> out the rock and started busting out. it 
yeah, that's a big dude. Deal. I was there's always like those that those couple of dudes that show up to every party that just want to yeah. break something. Yeah, they just yeah they just the pull that they that, tip the fridge. They t- yeah they tip the metaphorical yeah. fridge. Yeah. That's true. Yep. Yeah, they like yeah these dudes pull a cocoon out and just start trying to like bust they it open for no good reason. They're, they're just jerk offs. Just just want to be. I felt like such a parent. I was like, you put that cocoon back. What are you doing out yeah. with that cocoon? So then the cocoonies, it's not yours. The cocoonies show up. Yeah, and they're they like, see what's going yeah, on. They're and... like, whoa, okay, this party's out this of party control. Is, this party's the parents are the home. We gotta yeah. get everyone out of here. I'm calling all your parents. <laughs> they're gonna come get you. And and for some strange reason, like when he came in and started shouting, the response was crickets. It was no one well, moved an inch. They I was were like, why are like, people not leaving sure what like right with. away? Yeah. I thought that was pretty funny, actually, because it was kind of like, you know, breaking up a kid's party. Yeah. But, like, they're like, what do we do? What do we do? What just, do we do? Do we just leave. He wants you to leave. Leave. So then they, they, like, stayed there for, and like, an extra, And this is like, where, it's like, the, the head cocoony looks at Brimley, and, like, Brimley looks back. And what he's just you like, done? You can see in his face. He's like, he's so, so sorry. He's so yeah. sorry. He betrayed that man. He did. Yeah. Like he took he, his trust for granted. The one promise was that it wouldn't tell anybody. And, and look what happened. Yep. And they in, instead they managed to kill a uh, immortal being. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Because in the very next scene, he he opened the one that they were trying to crack open yeah. yep. because it was already cracked. Mm-hmm. And they broke in, it open like a chestnut and, on and Christmas like, morning. And they opened they have a heartbreaking it up scene. Mm-hmm. Well, is it heartbreaking though? Well, only if you, you have to have a heart. For it to break, Andy. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the scene in Men in Black when they Here, pull here's up the and thing, that guy's yeah. like, yes. <laughs> I know The costume was a little goofy. <laughs> the costume was goofy. You have well, to look back past I don't even the know if that was a costume. It was, it was just animatronic. Yeah. You have to look, ba- look past the fact that you it's do. literally just a Chuck E. Cheese it's thing the 80s. inside it's there. It's the 80s. It's an animatronic guy that's just like moving back yeah. and forth, left and right, left dead and zone. right, mouth open, mouth closed. My buddy's dead. Yeah, oh, man. he's at the tier, like it, the one tier. And apparently, when all those old people got in the pool, it like it sucked all it the energy. Over, it, yeah. Oversurged it. What, yeah. what, what, what power surge? It drained. Yeah, it drained, it drained all, super all, surge, all the super drained all of the life energy. Yeah, they did and they're just like in the cocoons again. And Brian and he's like, they gotta stay in cocoons for another ten thousand years. And he just had one day left of the trip, mm-hmm. and he, yeah. he was got so all close. Of the, the last day, and now they have to just dump them back in the ocean. And mm-hmm. it's like the whole um end of the film is getting them back into the ocean yep and brian dennehy good guy all day good that he is, guy all day offers to take anyone who wants to come up with them to the spaceship to their home world they'll live forever he does it's yeah, such a no great offer too he's asked. like you'll be students and teachers you will live forever like it'll be it's gonna be great it'll be great who and so what come? they'll all come back in ten thousand years to again pick presumably them to pick back, back up. up the cocoons yeah. that were left yeah yeah and at that point, I guess they can all so, of those people can return. So if that's they when everyone to. everyone kind of has their should I go, should I not <clears throat> thing. And everyone, majority of people want to go. Yeah, a lot of them are on board. Brimley is like really torn because he doesn't want to leave his grandson. Yeah, that's his big moment. Um, was, yeah, but he has the con- That's the whole conversation with the. Um, oh, and we forgot about the the Woody Allen's wife. She dies. She dies, and this is right after. This the party. is tragic. He, it's he right after up, the party. He ends up refusing to go. with He doesn't them. even go to the party. Yeah, he doesn't even go to that. Yeah, he's he's done. He goes and, back and right after his wife dies. He he carries her over to the pool and puts her in the pool because he tries he to, he tries to yeah he tries to save her with really the pool sad. and and the alien this has is where to we find out there's her. no more juice in the yeah, pool. yeah he's like I'm sorry you're, you're too late you're a day too late mm-hmm. we can't help her yeah. and it's it's real tragic that was a really sad scene that was really sad not for Andy though he doesn't have a heart no it was a bummer. <laughs> 
was a real bummer. He fakes it pretty well. I just saw you put water in your eye like you're pretending to cry. <laughs> it was a bummer, guys. <laughs> what is that? <laughs> you can just not cry. Oh. I let me wipe my tear away. <laughs> you're faking so bad. Uh, let me wipe my tear away, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Andy, can you pass me a tissue? No, there's no, there's no reason. Uh, there's zero reason. Oh my gosh. It's clearly tea that you put in your eye. <laughs> yeah, I know, and it burned. Right? <laughs> <laughs> it was hot. <laughs> yeah, okay, so then, yeah, they all... Well, the, they have, well, the main well, guys agree that they want to go, and they can they can bring up to thirty people with them. Yeah. So I guess they talk to whoever. Whoever wants to go can whoever go. Whoever wants to go, yep. up to thirty can go. Mm-hmm. They all hop on Steve Gutenberg's boat. Yeah. Well, they got to return the cocoons, so they offer to do that in like the middle of the night. It's like, yeah. We only have one day left. The spaceship's coming. We don't have time to put them back. It's like we'll work together to do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, to to make good on. Costing them ten thousand more years. Yeah, they help them put the cocoons back where they where they found them. And this yeah. is where we're, in the water. and this is where we get a new character introduced. All of a sudden, of uh, we're Brimley's daughter, the, the grandson's oh, mom, right. who suddenly is in now in this film. She mm-hmm. was in the background yes. of like one scene, but yeah. she didn't have like any lines. Suddenly, she's like, she's kind of she's getting vibes. She's like, something weird's going on here. Mm-hmm. Something's not right. Yeah. It was, uh, and her like being thrown into the last moment. It's kind of weird. It was kind of weird. Like, like she becomes a character all of like in the last ten minutes of this movie. So well, she has to care about the little kid. Um, yeah. yeah, the grandson. Yeah, but like, why didn't we see that earlier? Well, I thought she could have just been a faceless. Too many characters like, in this movie already. That's true. Yeah, that's I thought true. she was just going to be like one of those somewhere. faceless the kids. But like, you want to keep that grandpa. part of the story. You got to yeah. sacrifice some of the other people that are in this. Right. Yeah, there's a lot of characters. Yeah. So. um... The little boy like promises that he's not gonna tell her where Grandma Grandpa's and Grandpa because Grandpa are tells going. him yeah that he's gonna leave yeah he says yeah because Grandpa tells him that he's going to outer space yeah basically, mm-hmm. but keep it a secret yep so she ends up like trying to figure out where they are like she, she goes calls to the their police house. and yeah yeah she uh, talks to Clint Howard like. And then he realizes, like, he really, a yeah, lot of that's people are gone. He goes through the room checks and realizes that everyone is just not there. He's yeah. like, oh, God, I've been terrible at my mm-hmm. job. He, right. I mean, he did get punched out earlier. He's got an excuse. But... <laughs> right. He probably has a concussion. Yeah, right. <laughs> and so, yeah, then they call the police, and the police are kind of searching around. But the boat, because, like, the interesting thing is that the boat dock is just, like, down the the way yeah, from so the, the house, retirement community? The house with the pool. The house with the pool. The, and the, the retirement home are both right on the water. Yeah, they're like not too far from each Which other. Which is part of the no. reason I think they wanted that house too. It's good they could dock the boat right at the house yeah. and it wasn't a problem. Yeah. Um, so yeah, the police are, they're searching the retirement home and go down to the water and then they hear Goot's boat leaving. Right. And then they see all the people on the yeah. boat. And so they jump and, in like these Coast Guard boats that are just sitting well, right there. And even before that, the little yeah. boy runs at the at the yes. boat and jumps on at the last minute. Yeah, that's right. Now he's on the boat. Mm-hmm. But he can't go. No. He's just there to hang out with his grandpa one more time. So that's the dilemma now. He says he wants to go, but grandpa's like, no, where I'm going, there you, are you no can't roads. Go. Oh. You can't go. <laughs> You're right, too and he, young. he can't like you can't take uh, your daughter's son from from her. Yeah, she'd be pretty pissed, you know. When he comes back in ten thousand years, she's gonna let him have it. Yeah. Well, they definitely from weren't the gonna grave. turn the boat around. No, with, with that kid in the boat. I know, which the is the plan like... remained the same. <laughs> really? Right. Did. Right. Like no one was willing to change anything about it until the boy finally decided, ah, I'm just gonna jump in the water. <laughs> 
And so he yep. jumps into the water, which which I think like it in a way a distraction. It, it yeah, it slowed down. Yeah. It slowed down the Coast Guard boats because they had to save him. And yeah. the, that's when like the alien fog rolls in, covering the ship. The alien right. spaceship comes in with a it casts fog on yes. the area. Yeah, D and D style. Casts a fog spell. Rolling fog casted by the spaceship. <laughs> <laughs> the aliens so, just yeah, then the Coast Guard can't in. see where they're going, mm-hmm. so they have to, no choice but to turn, turn back. around. Yeah, opens up like ID four right in the middle of that spaceship. Yep, they get. The boat start. The whole boat starts mm-hmm. to go up, and that's like Goot says a goodbye too, because he's not gonna go. And he tells the lady alien, he's like, "Hey, if you're ever on Earth, you should say hi to me again." Yeah, and she that was really she, fun. What we did. And in she that gave pool. like this weird guys, response. You remember what we did in that pool? I'd like to do that again. Yes. Like, come back <laughs> he's and, like, like trying to play it cool. Thing. He doesn't want to seem too needy, but he's like, "Hey, you know, you ever want to like have hang out or whatever? You know, again <laughs> sometime if you yeah, like I got a cool cool like, uh, TV. That was fun. What I thought would have been interesting is if she would have wanted to stay. Yes, I thought she was gonna. Then stay. it would have had the double dynamic, right? People leaving, leaving, she gets to stay around. Because Goot's worth it. But she gives a weird response to him where she's she's like she's like, if I'm here again, you'll know. And I was like I I thought I thought it meant again like she was gonna give him like a mind boater. (laughs) (laughs) I thought that's what she meant. They have a connection. Like if I'm around, you're gonna know because you'll be like, Whoa, this feels weird. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man. Feels like I have, a, I have an erection in my brain. <laughs> ah! <laughs> it's like I have this erection right behind my eye. Yeah. Oh God. <laughs> no. A couple of years. He just like, he goes to the doctor. Turns out he just, has a, a, he just has a tumor. Just a massive tumor. <laughs> <laughs> the doctor's like, "Have you ever had psychic sex before?" And he's like, "Definitely." He's like, "Well, that's why you have this tumor." I yeah. hope you're happy. I thought it was a second boner. <laughs> oh, the only man. other thing that I really want to talk about is the fact that like the whole retirement home dynamic feels like a little off to me. Like, yeah, Wilfred like Brimley is fifty years like old. Wilfred Brimley is fifty years old. Wilfred Brimley is not. I mean, Wilfred Brimley. Well, he's Brimley. supposed to be in the film though. I, I they. I mean, they can't. He's older in the film. Older I mean, they can the Yeah, they. Maybe. Some of these people look too young. They can't be that old. They have to do the scenes where they're doing jumping jacks. Yeah, and there's shit. no stunt doubles in those break pool dancing. Scenes. Yeah, they have to be able to pull that off. Yeah. So they couldn't get like super old people to do it. Did I just want to see it, or did Wilfred Brimley do that dive where he he jumps? He jumps up, on, sits, sit down, sit down, yeah, and, and then, then fly up. like a little. Yeah, <laughs> I would crush my, a, my testicles. <laughs> I would crush my testicles. You would if sit I did right that. <laughs> Yeah, you're not I wrong. Would, I would break the diving board <laughs> and crush my testicles. <laughs> I think you could see it happen in the film. It crushes his testicles. Did you it's see his worst. anticipation for that dive? Don't do that dive. He took a deep breath before Don't he did that. It. He thought that was his last oh. dive. I am going to bust a nut if I do that dive. And not in a good way. I, was say, I don't think that means that you want it to be. Oh. Only if you meet, you meet that, that lady literally. later in her brain. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> no, I... I and maybe it's just because I've worked with a lot of senior citizens in the last year. It just didn't feel like the retirement home was the right <laughs> you were like, mix of, of all people the and places ages. with rejuvenating pools next to retirement homes. This one didn't feel the same. <laughs> <laughs> no, because they were like almost in a nursing home. It looked like instead yeah, of like a did. senior apartment. It felt like it was like a community mm. center where they some of them. Yeah, because they, they have little cabanas. Yeah, yeah. And, and they like, it, was a, it was a mix and match. Yeah, of, uh, I couldn't really tell because like yeah, you have that dynamic, but then like why? 
like why is like Clint Howard and the other guy they felt like they were like security guards almost like yeah like yeah. don't leave because Jessica Tandy owned like a house near there because she puts that note on the door it's not like on her door her room inside oh. the, the facility hmm. so I there thought are maybe like that different... was attached oh okay maybe so, yeah no that's maybe... what, they have like little cabana houses yeah. that they live in it's not like they live in okay. like a it's, a it's a resort but there are rooms place. so it's like summer rooms summer little houses yeah Okay. What you can a little afford, community, you know? yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, maybe I was kind of looking at it differently, mm-hmm. but um, yeah. And they've okay. got like the classic. I didn't really understand why Clint Howard needed oh, yeah. to be there. They play shuffleboard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Classic, classic retirement activity. Mm-hmm. I remember when I went down to Florida to see my grandparents in their like retirement like trailer community. Did was there a pool Everybody with a lot of weird things? Everybody was doing the shuffleboard it. game. It's so fun. And I love was... shuffleboard. <laughs> I can't wait. Were you the little kid in this movie? Was that what happened? Oh, he went yeah. down there? I, Grandpa said Wait, I are you, can't. Are you a rocks in it? Grandpa said I can't talk about it. <laughs> oh my I gotta God. keep it a secret. Are you a cocoony? <laughs> take your skin off right now. <laughs> Let me see it. <laughs> Hold on. We'll hide in the closet. Then you can take your skin off. Yeah, that's too how bright. That works. <laughs> so this, that was cocoon. Yeah. I've never seen it before. No, it, it was, was so much different than I had always was, imagined this yeah. movie was. Yeah. And like I watching it, movie. I didn't think I sh- I didn't feel like I should like it, but I did. Why is it really kid that I, I even like like this? Well, I don't know. This is not it's, a movie that would have ever it appealed to, to me. Adult, as a it's kid. a movie for adults, and it's great. Yes, it was really good. I I, I definitely enjoyed it. This is one I where mean, you get to see old people yeah. like acting young again. Yeah, which good. Is, like, fun if you're flipping through and... channels late night, and this is on TV, yeah. give it a watch. This is a good movie. I need some old people movies. This is like fried green tomatoes time. You know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. get some movies for the adults to watch. I think it has to be superheroes for kids. That's a movie I've never seen. Fried green tomatoes. Oh yeah, well you can do that one oh, too if God. you want to. Oh, Steel magnolias. Oh, Driving oh, Miss Daisy. Seen, yeah. yeah, I could do both of those. Elements. Let's go through the retirement phase. Guarding Tess. <laughs> oh yeah. Stop or my mom will shoot. Yeah. Throw Mama from the train. I love that film. Crisscross. Uh, Let's do Grumpy Old Men. I've seen that movie. Yeah, it's I, great. I have too. These are all the senior citizen movies. I can't wait for us to be old and talk, do this podcast still. Yeah. And we're remembering Cocoon 5 when they do one of you know? <laughs> The <Yeah>. cocooning. <laughs> Thank you for listening to that episode. Our next movie that we're doing has the tagline, It's amazing what some girls will do to get on top and stay there. We remember, bring it on. Let's hear it for the five-time national cheerleading champions, the Mighty Toros! Bang, bang, choo-choo track, let me see you do your thing! You are cheerleaders. Cheerleaders are dancers who have gone retarded. Jan's got spirit. How about you? Dude, you just lost. Ever been to a cheerleading competition? We're the best. We have fun, we work hard, and we win national championships. We have a problem. About what? You ripped off those cheers. We've had the best squad around for years, but no one's been able to see what we can do. We're in trouble. But you better believe all that's going to change this year. I swear, I had no idea. Do you think a white girl came up with those moves? This isn't about cheating. This is about winning. Can we just beat these buffies down so I can go home? We might have to have a rumble. I'll take out famous losers for $200. Shut up, moron! You want to make it right? Then when you go to nationals, 
bring it. That way, when we beat you, we'll know it's because we're better. I'll bring it. Don't worry. We need a new routine, something amazing and fresh. We've been saying we're the best. Now it's time to put up or shut up. Let's do this. Maybe we should join the squad.